Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They will be taking your calls and speaking with a different guest each week. You are encouraged to call in and share your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Are you ready for your dose of hope? You're listening to Pause I Am Radio. everyone and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I'm your host Robert Brining. This evening Jeremy Dunn has the night off and I am joined by the fabulous Justin B. Terry Smith. How are you Justin? Good. How are you Robert? Good. I got a little disconnected right before the show went live so I'm glad I made it back on air. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it happens. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Technical difficulties. (laughs) So I'm excited to have you with me tonight. Um, I know a lot of things have changed in your world, and uh, later on we're going to have Mama D on. So um, give us a little bit of update. How have you been? What's oh, things, you? Are going, things are going well. It's so funny that um, when you called, you said, oh, Mama D is going to be on the show, and I said, oh, wow, this is perfect. <laughs> because I recently, um, me and my husband recently have um, been certified to be foster care and adoption parents in the state of Maryland. And so we actually, the same day that we were approved, we got a phone call not 20 minutes later asking about um, if we were interested in an LGBT youth, um, actually, who's 15 years old. Um, and we said, yeah, sure, we'd love to meet him. And then when we met him, we fell, fell head over heels for him. And, you know, he's he's come to live with us. So that is our son. That's exciting. Um, you know, that's something that as a gay man I've always dreamed about, you know, um, being a parent and, and having a child. So, And especially, you know, once you become – diagnosed HIV positive, it's kind of another thing that you think that will never happen to you. Right. So right. You know, he, hearing that from you and, 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 you know, what's going on with your situation, I think it's amazing and it offers a lot of people hope. So how's it been? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> let me say this. <laughs> you know, it has its ups and downs, but the thing is, you know, the ups far outweigh the downs. Um you know, there's certain things that you have to understand that when you're a foster parent, these kids that have been through so much before even coming to your home and coming into your care, that you realize that there are some certain things that you must do and you must you must be understanding about, um, like as far as night terrors um, are, are concerned, especially if the past events um, weren't that, you know, him or her to have night terrors. You have to be ready for that. You have to be ready for outrageous questions. You have to be ready for attention-getting behavior. You know, and those things that, you know, I will say that some of those things I have experienced. <laughs> so, so, you know, you just have to be ready for it. And it, it, is a, it is a life change. And it's one thing, but it's one thing that I would never give up for the whole world. So what is it like to be called daddy? Wow. Um <laughs> In, in, in the proper way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for saying that because I was like, um, well, I've been called that before, but not by a child. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it's kind of it's kind of fun, but you know, it warms my heart every single time he calls me daddy because it's usually well, usually it's when he wants something, but you know, it's okay because I mean, he calls me daddy regardless, but. You know, he when he says dad, daddy, dad, daddy, dad, and then one time, you know, I had I'm in school as well for my master's in public health, and so I'm in my study like trying to get something done, and he's he's coming to the door like dad, daddy, dad, dad, dada, dada, dad, dad. I'm like what? And he'll say nothing <laughs> and smile and walk away. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> I have to shut my door now. Okay. <laughs> well, it probably feels good for him to actually say dad and have somebody there to respond. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know the industry, but usually people who are, you know, are, are foster kids are usually from home to home to home and are never really content and have a, you know, a, a real home. So it's nice that you're able to offer that to him, you and your husband. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we're his first foster parent. We're her for his first foster parents. I mean, he he was in the system for about 104 days um before he came into our care and so he got really lucky. We got really lucky as well, but um you know, for him not to go from house to house to house to house, you know, it, it it's really amazing for him to be there and then plus, you know, um he had he was homeless for a couple of weeks and so, you know, it, it was it's very new to him, but he's coming. He's adjusted very well. Well, that's awesome. I think you guys would make great parents, and you know, more power to you. And like I said, we're going to have to have. I was talking to my partner Sean, and we were talking about how we have to have, you know, maybe both you and Phil come on to talk about what it's like to be, you know, and what it's like to go through the process of being a foster parent because it's something that a lot of HIV positive people think about. Right. Exactly. I mean, that was my first thought when I found out I was positive. I you know, couldn't have children. I was like, crap. I was like, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? And um, you know, now now I have a now I have a son, and so that that is like amazing to me. Yeah, it's incredible. I am, I'm flabbergasted by the whole situation and how I felt like we were just at IAC talking to you, me and Sean, and you were talking about the process of it possibly happening, and then it's like here already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it happened pretty fast for us. I mean we did we did our eight I think it's let me see it's eight sessions, three hours per session, twenty four hours um um of training. Um and so, you know, we had to do all that training and it was just sometimes it was uh, you know, grueling because I had to drive all the way from work and that was like a two and a half hour drive. I had to get there by five thirty. Stay there until eight or not eight thirty or nine. And then, you know, go back home, which is another 30 minutes back home. And it's like, oh, we didn't get home, you know, any of those days until like 10 o'clock at night. So wow. it's like, oh, we have to do this every single Thursday. <laughs> but, you know, the rewards file far outweigh, you know, um, the consequences because there's no consequences in giving up love and, and making sure that somebody has a loving home, loving parents to get home to you. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think it's perfect that we actually have, you know, Mama D or Danielle Rogers. I know. I was she, just she like, is wow. She's such an advocate for for positive parenting, and um, you know, just I. Did you get a chance to meet her at the IAC? No, I didn't. I was really kind of upset because I saw a picture of you with her, and then and then of course I see it tonight as I'm looking at the advertisement. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I was like so jealous. Yeah. No. Um. When they, well, I'll, I'll talk about it when she comes on. But when they got there in D.C. and she texted me. It, like, it, it just tickled my fancy. It was just, like, you know what I mean? Because she, like, wanted to really meet out with us. It wasn't something that, like, you know, she wasn't blowing smoke. You know, mm-hmm. she, like, really wanted to hang out with us and meet, you know, me and right. Jeremy and, and Daniel and everybody. So, for me, it was super exciting to, to just meet her, let alone Jamar. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to meet Jamar. I have yet to do so either. I've been kind of out of the loop lately. <laughs> so. Well, he is. He is as fabulous as his mom is, and you, obviously the apple doesn't fall fall far from the tree. Right, exactly. They, they are just—they're two amazing people with great spirits, and uh, I just love being around them because there's so much unconditional love, and you can mm-hmm. just feel it just by looking at their smiles. I mean, they have—they both have that huge smile. Oh yeah, you can see it. Like whenever I'm looking at any of the pictures, I'm like, oh, like I mean, you can—you can tell that that. That mother-son connection is there, and that you know there's a lot of love there. So you can tell that, yeah. and it's unconditional. Right, right. So let me just um, welcome everybody to who's joining us tonight. Tonight you are speaking, um, you're, you're hearing uh, me, Robert Brining, and tonight my special co-host Justin B. Terry Smith. Um, so I'm excited to have them on, and uh, we're going to have Mama D on shortly. I just want to remind everybody that if uh, you are not familiar with the show, we are here every Sunday night at nine o'clock Eastern Time. And you can catch all of our archives, um, you know, right after the show on iTunes and download it for free. So you can listen to it, you know, to, on your way to work Monday morning if you feel free to. Um, and uh, we also run a social network that coincides with the show. And you can join that at uh, posim.com for support and information and just to meet other people living with HIV. So that's a, a great way to do that. I'm just checking out um, to see. I think Mama D is on the line. So let me go ahead and see. Okay. Mama, is that you? Hey, baby, it hey. is. How are you, Robert? Good, I'm fabulous. How are you? 
Excellent. Justin, I need you to give Robert a big hug for me. Oh, wait, Always. are you guys even in the same, you're not even no. in the same space right now, are you? No. It just dawned on me, you know, modern technology, silly me. Uh, Justin, <laughs> we've never met, but I want to congratulate you into embarking into parenthood. Oh, thank my you. God, is all I have to say to you, young man. Oh, thank you. Hug. And working on your master's, too? Oh, my God, you're just like a superhero. It's hard. <laughs> it's I know. So hard. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I really, really uh, commend you. I worked um, with foster children in Milwaukee. I was a supervised visitation worker. So oh, wow. I was the one that picked up the child right. from the foster parent, you know, supervised the visit with the parent. Right. And it didn't always go well. In my head, oh, no. I'm off mm-hmm. to foster parents, and then for you to take that role, that extra step in, in wanting to keep that child permanently, that people don't realize that is so not an easy job at all. So no. I commend you. I'm going to make sure you have my phone number because if you have any questions, especially with those crazy ages and stages as they're like mm-hmm. you ready to hang yourself, I want you to call me. So oh, I yeah. can just talk you out of the tree and get <laughs> <laughs> oh, away from the today. child. Yeah, <laughs> I was already up that to, up there up there this weekend. I was like, "Oh, Lordy, okay, you know what? I'm gonna need to um be on myself for a second, and you need to go to your room." Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's there's a book years ago that a psychologist wrote, and I love the title: "Parenting is not for cowards," and that uh, is the truth. But the beauty with you, you chose it. Some of us, it's just like Jamar was a oops in my life, you know, mm-hmm. and I was 19 and real, real dumb. You actually said, no, this is what I want to do. I want to make a difference in a child's life and become a parent and, and fill that gap. And that, you hats off. I, I appreciate any Thank adoptive you. parents and then those that really rescued the children out of the foster care system. So you Aww. got my vote. Thank you. <laughs> Robert, sweet. son of mine, how's it been, honey? It's good. It's good. I, I so like love chatting with. I love chatting with you on um, Twitter, and I miss you so much. I, we, we're gonna have to. We got to meet before two years of the the next AIDS conference, so we, we're gonna have to plan something, honey. That's right. Are you Are you in Vegas right now? No, and that's why Jamar probably won't be able to call in either because he's en route there now. He's like, I'm going to miss it, but he tweeted to all of his followers to give me a call, so hopefully they will. But, no, they didn't invite me. I don't know what's wrong. What's coming to the world? What's what's wrong with them? Right. Mm. We're the dynamic duo, and they, no one's gotten – everyone doesn't have that revelation yet. So I need you to call – let your people call my people, Robert, and hook them up. Hook me up. <laughs> I totally agree. Right. You know, I'm actually meeting you. Do you want me to call you Mama? You call me whatever you want. Just don't call uh, me. Oh, I can't late, call Late for huh? dinner. Just don't. <laughs> 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 Just don't call me late for dinner, baby. You know what? I'm gonna need you to talk to my son about that because he's already called me old. He's like, oh, back. In, I was like, back in 1987. He was like, what? I was like, uh, he's like, you're old. I was like, oh, really? Really? Well, how about you take your young behind back to, um, back to bed? Because <laughs> only grown fucks can stay after under ten and after ten. I love it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that is funny. So I have to just say, Mama, the uh, meeting you and getting your text the first night that I was in D.C. for IAC totally mm-hmm. made my my whole entire conference because you know I, I had. I wanted to meet you, and I was like, yeah, you know, maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. And as soon as you got there, you texted me, and you made my heart smile. It was, like, totally oh. awesome to, to know that you were, you know, like, really wanted to meet me and hang out with us. And it wasn't just, you know, some, you know. No. <laughs> well, you know, you know, there's some people that I've learned in the Twitter and Facebook um, world that you really do make a connection with. And, it's, you, you know, you try not to, you know, everybody's not quite sane. And, you know, you do have some crazies out there. But there was an mm. instant connection with you when we started tweeting back and forth. I'm like, i got to meet this young man. And then, of course, you interviewed Jamar, and I checked out the whole pause I am. I'm like, I like what he's doing. So, yeah, I mean, most people are like, oh, I want to 
chat with you. Can I have your number? Uh, no. Robert, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. That, and then you got to tell them how we partied hard after Jamar sang it, that one little, was it the black cat? What was the name of that? Oh, one? yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. That was yeah, Justin, you should have been there. Robert was nothing short of. We first of all, we had our own photographer, so I don't know how many pictures we took <laughs> of each other and everybody else. And then you guys went off a little longer and probably a little harder with with Jamal. Mama had to call it a night. I think it was one in the morning. But you uh, made uh, Jamar had the best time because you, as you know, it's not easy for him to always to let his hair down and 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 be himself. Everybody has whatever expectations they have of him and you guys accepted him just as he is a human being first and then you know a singer or a former contestant from the voice so thank you i feel like a, a proud mother thank you for being my son's friend <laughs> i think that was the one thing that shocked me the most is that he was so down to earth and just really like it seemed like he just really wanted friends who were who to hang out with people who were just like him you know, and that may not be something that he's able to have or, or do all the time since being on The Voice, but right. to actually connect with other positive people, it just it, it just made him feel good, and I, I saw it in, in the way that yes. he was acting with us. Yeah, you know, that conference really solidified something in him, and it gave me new insight and vision on, I didn't know where my life was as far as helping, advancing the the knowledge of HIV and AIDS and where my role was. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely the, the spokesperson for that generation because he is living with it. But after that conference, I realized now that my role is, of course, the supporter, but I really want to help support the other supporters. People are like, well, what do you do? What do you say? And and so I'm actually putting together some things and some programs and I want to, you know, a website and a community of supporters. So we don't, we don't, oh, there you go, thank you. We don't, um, we don't fall short for our family or loved ones that are dealing with this. Everyone uh, gets, didn't have me, you know, like like a, a mom like me, like Jamar had to really just keep him positive. And so I want to I want to help train. And anybody can be a supporter. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be right. a family member. Just anybody right. can be a supporter if we just keep the non-judgmental attitude out. That's that's really the bottom line. The minute you stop judging, it's easy to love. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm preaching. I didn't mean to. Sorry. No, no, no I like it. That's right. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the supporter's supporter. That's why I, I, I just made myself. <laughs> I hear that. That's funny. So, so what was it like for you when he first came to you and told you that he was positive? Well, you know, his original supporter, I, I really have to give her credit because I just sort of kind of picked up where she left off. It was his best friend that he ended up marrying, and they were um, in in North Carolina. He had, he had been in and out of the hospital, and you have to understand, Jamar and I, we have always been close, but not when he was, you know, serving the life of drugs and just doing whatever. And, and it, it wasn't that I, I cut him out of my life. I wasn't one of those parents. He purposely stayed away. He was ashamed of what he was doing. So toward the end there when, you know, he would tell me I just got out of the hospital and I had no idea how severely sick he had been. I think mm-hmm. he had gotten pneumonia like three or four times. And I, and because mm-hmm. he kept going to different hospitals, had he gone to the same one, they would have known, of course, to test him after the second or third time, you know, but going to different hospitals and just living like a little vagabond. But this girl, her name is Promised, she um, was with him every step of the way to the point where they were calling each other husband and wife and your your husband's doing this and whatever. And they, finally someone said, we need to test him. Well, at that point, he had already made a decision to leave Atlanta. That's why they were in North Carolina. Atlanta, for him, represented all of the drugs and the crazy living and all of that that he, he had experienced. And he was leaving that life behind. And, um, of course, my my whole heart was, come be with me. But not many people, I don't encourage anybody. I was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the time. I would never encourage anybody um, to come live up there, you know. So um, I, I he, he calls me from the hospital and says, um, I, I'm not accepting this, but they tell me 
that I'm HIV positive. They is in the doctor. And because he was so positive, and what he meant, he wasn't accepting it as far as I'm not going to lay down and die. Prior right. to that, that boy was trying to kill himself probably from 18 years old up until then. He sort of kind of knew he had it and took more meth, which really sped it up. And, uh, you know, he tells you he had five T-cells, so they, he really was on death's door. And wow. probably because I didn't know, I was very, very ignorant of the disease. And I'm, I'm still not as knowledgeable as I should be, but, I mean, I was really, really ignorant. Um, and, I, and so I didn't know. I didn't know that I should have been scared or should have been worried or, you know, his upbeat attitude. And Promised and I want to know if we can come there in Milwaukee to live. Well, that had been an answer prayer for him to come and, and get back into the life that I knew he was called to be, and that was the singer that he is, and pursue his, his dream. I'm, I didn't bat an eye. So as far as I was concerned, if you're familiar with the prodigal son and the, the story in the Bible, my prodigal son is coming, mm-hmm. yes, come, come, I'll kill the fatted calf. And, and do you know when he moved there, I never once dealt, dealt with the disease itself as far as, okay, are you okay? I, you know, if he would bleed, I didn't go, oh, my God. I just, I never... It just never sunk in that my child was at death's door. Now, what mm-hmm. Promise came in, the picture, she's the one who did all of the research and moved to Milwaukee and found the different doctors that would accept him without insurance and the medicine. And, you know, I because when they broke up, that's really where I came in and started supporting him, you know, more so. But she got the ball rolling, and I really, really have to give her all the credit for that. She's like a daughter to me. You know, their, their marriage just didn't last, but uh, she – She's my hero. She's the one who kept my baby alive. She actually said there were days, because they used to get high together, there were days they didn't see each other for a couple of days, and then um, mm-hmm. he looked like he was a He hadn't slept in like three or four days, and, you know, she pulled him in and fed him and took care of him and all of that. And, so, and that's what I'm saying about the supporters. A supporter can be anyone. In this case, she just happened to have been his best friend. But it may be just um, a neighbor or you sort of see somebody's um, not looking good or not looking healthy. It's okay to go out of your way and, and support them. What I love about what my son has, uh, I guess, has accomplished through the voice was he, he not only got the conversation going, you know, you don't know what HIV looks like, but because he is so healthy, thank God for the medicine, that it's okay to hug them. It's okay to love them. It's okay to have dinner with them. You can even drink after their glass, after them behind the glass. You know what I'm saying? You know, the whole <laughs> stigma is being eradicated. And I know it's one person at a time, and there's still people out there that think it's just this disease or this has happened because of this lifestyle. And, you know, we're going to let the ignorance stay ignorant. Just, you know, they're not trying to right. understand. But those that really want to understand and really be a blessing to mankind, it can be your neighbor. It can be your your child's friend. You know what I'm saying? And so if we could just decide that we're going to pay it forward, anybody that's done anything for us, we're going to pay it forward and be that supporter for that person that's going through. It makes the world of difference. Now, as you know, Jamar didn't share it with anybody for the longest, and that's because he had to deal with the, the shame. So him explaining it on The Voice was pretty, pretty big and bold for him, especially mm-hmm. if anyone um, hadn't known before. That I had some family members that were pretty upset with me because I didn't tell them. You know what? It wasn't my place to tell. I'm not right. going to get on the phone and share. You know, it was his business, but I supported him and I loved him. And I was happy that he wanted to live. So, yeah, I'm going to celebrate his life every day. And I guess that's what supporters do, right? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So so when he so when he disclosed on TV, were you were you aware of that happening? Did he let you know ahead of time or Yes. Yes. He actually told me before he did the audition that he says I think that I'm going to share it. 
And I said, really? Because, <laughs> like, you know, Mama Bear doesn't want my baby rejected. Um, I don't know if you know anything about the the previous music show he was on a couple years ago. They just did him totally wrong. And all I kept thinking was, I don't want them. I didn't want the hate mail. I, you know, I, was, I was concerned. Mm-hmm. But when he told me, because, you know, of course, they, they taped a lot of that before they aired it, just how right. all the producers handled him. And uh, the, everyone that worked with him, they were so loving. They were so supportive that it almost didn't care what anybody said at that point. You know, if, you're, if I can get past this little hurdle, then I can make it to the next one. And we were so not prepared for the love that he has received from everyone, those that are positive and those that are not. And it's just allowed people to, to actually start. One person wrote him and said, I can actually share with my, my mother, and it has nothing even to do with HIV, whatever secret that they've been keeping from their mother. You know what I'm saying? Just that boldness right. being able to, to share. So uh, I, I I knew it was going to happen. I was just holding my breath with the response. That was, nobody wants it. And just to you, as your child gets older, you'll want to, you know, pop a bear. You don't want anybody hurting that baby. Oh, you know? I already experienced that already. <laughs> He's 15. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I understand completely because I almost had to rough up somebody at his school. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what did you say? And then, like, oh, 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 I didn't didn't know that you were his father. And I was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Right. Yeah, completely understand that. Mm -hmm. So um, I know uh, recently, well, before we get into that, I have to say, you know, hearing, watching Jamar on on TV um, really made me feel good because I traveled the path that he traveled. I you know, use drugs, I, I did meth and, you know, I contracted HIV or whatever, however it happened. But I mm-hmm. felt like I could relate to him so much in his journey that I instantly reached out to him. And I love the fact that he was able to give me a response, like, the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, he got yes. back to me right away, and he was like, you know, oh, man, that's awesome. You know, I feel so connected to you. I'm about to be on your show. And it just made me feel good as a viewer. That yes. was, he wasn't somebody who was totally stuck up on who he was. Right. So I just I, that has to come from you, Mama. You know that. You know, I will take a little credit. I will take just a little. <laughs> and that's only because we are now I have a daughter. And she mm-hmm. is in between Beautiful the both of us. She's the youngest one, but she's in between us as far as our personality. She's not as outgoing and crazy loving like we are. She's loving, but not crazy loving like us. And so <laughs> she balances us out. But what I, I determined with both of them when raising them was that they were, you know, of course, always be mannerable. You, you always consider people first. And so he went over and above as far as I'm concerned when, when the voice uh, went on. And, and people were reaching out. Now, let me tell you, there was, that's a blessing and a curse. Because he did respond back to as many people as he possibly could, that was the mm-hmm. blessing part. The curse is when you can't keep that communication up. Right. People are complaining, oh, we don't see you on Twitter anymore. You don't love us anymore. What's going? No, the man is working. He's trying right. to make it in the business. Right. And as he gets busier, I mean, now he has a publicist. He has a booking agent. He has a casting agent and his manager. And, you know, and so he is. Is he's really making waves, and I'm so super proud of him. However, he can't keep up like he, he wanted to. And so he, he said, I, I want to take a screenshot of how many inboxes that I have messages that he hasn't even opened on Facebook. And I lie not. It's in the hundreds. It's in the hundreds. He uh, almost wants mm. to take a screenshot and just say, guys, I can't answer you back. I'm only one person. Wow. So you called him in the beginning, and that part was really, really, really good. And then he sort of helps me, Mom. You can't answer, because I try to answer everyone, too, and it just mm. became a little overwhelming as well. So you can't answer everyone. How do you How do you pick and choose, you know? I answer the parents back. If parents are calling me going, you were so great. You really helped me. But that's, you know, of course, that's where my, my heart is. He's going to right. reach out to as many HIV-positive viewers or supporters that he possibly can um, because, of course, that's where he is, you know. But he is only one person, and, you know, I I would say next year this time, I don't know if – I I may have to make an appointment to talk to him, you know. He's a busy (laughs) young (laughs) man. Oh, 
that's funny. Well, you know what? Um, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to go to the lines because I do see a couple people waiting here to speak with you, Mama D. Yay! So if you want to call in and, and, and speak with uh, Mama D, you can reach us at 347-215-9442 and press the one button so we know you want to come on. So we will be right back in about 30 seconds. I contracted a preventable disease from a guy that looked good and smelled good but never mentioned that he had HIV. But he is not to blame. I should have loved myself enough to protect myself. But through it all, I found self-love and it's the greatest thing I ever felt. I was never less than or equal to AIDS but always greater. I just realized that not caring for myself or my body, I was my biggest hater. I am author of the Naked Truth, Marvin Brown, and I am greater than AIDS. And there you have it for information on Marvelyn Brown. You can go to MarvelynBrown.com, and we want to welcome back our guest, Mama D. Hello, Mama. Hey. So I have some people waiting on hold. They've been on hold for a little while, so let me uh, bring area code uh, 718. You're on the line. Am I? Yeah, you yeah. are. Oh, my God. Hi, Danielle. It's me. Who is me? Oh, my God. How are you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Tell me your name again. Uh, Julie and Paul Del Pratt. Hi, how are you? I've been calling and I'm like, okay, let me talk because my daughter won't go to sleep. You know, she's like, uh, this time around she goes to sleep, but then she doesn't. You know, she plays games. <laughs> but, yeah, but I love you. I'm sorry I didn't see you um, in July. I feel so bad. That's okay. You know, but whenever you guys have another event, we'll be there. Definitely, definitely. Robert, Julie has been counting down the days on when we were going to chat on your show. <laughs> and I was like, Julie, I, like, I, I had no idea what you were coming on. She's like, four more days before the chat. Yeah, three more days. I'm like, what chat? And then it dawned me, oh, she's calling in. Julie, yeah. it's, good to, it's actually good to put a voice with the name. Thank you for calling, oh, honey. It's great too, Mom. I love you so much. We all do. My son, he was sleeping, and he's like, you got to call Grandma Danielle? <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, but, but you're going to be sleeping now. <laughs> okay, hey, let's, hey, let's, hey, let the record show I am Grand Diva. I'm nobody else. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I tell you, and he's like, he loves your son. He loves you. He loves his music. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hi, how are you? Hi, yeah, is this Paul? Yeah, this is Paul. Oh, it's good to hear you, Paul. Thanks for calling in, guys. Oh, man. I, you know, I told my wife in the beginning when I seen the voice, mm-hmm. I was a big fan of your son. Big, big fan. And I said, mm-hmm. that kid's going to make it all the way to the end. You know? And yes. he did. He made it as far as he could, but he did. He, he did, did great, your son. He did great. Thank you. Thank you. I will pass the message on. All right, you know, I, I've been a big fan of him since he started, you know, in, two, in season two. I think they should bring him back, honestly. <laughs> well, I, I can't say anything, but you sort of kind of might see him. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice if they brought him back. Because I even no, said they should, you know, he was he was great. I liked him better, you know, than a few of them. Right, right. But wouldn't you all agree that Jamar is bigger than The Voice? Yeah. yeah. The yep. voice was a oh, tool. Yeah. I am so appreciative for the tool that they were, and they've they've been keeping him. They and because of the voice, he's been pretty pretty busy. Let me tell you. And it, I you know people. There were so many people that were so upset that he didn't win. But as far as he's concerned, he did win because right. of all of the opportunities he's been able to gain from that. And they had a lot of pre Emmy shows. Um, I mean parties. He was invited to a lot of those because the voice was nominated for an Emmy. And wow. so, you know, he, he's he's won. He's definitely won, and he's stepping right into his purpose right now. So I have no complaints about the voice whatsoever. They've been good to my baby. That's right. So we want to thank those guys for calling in. Um, let's go to the next area code, 215. You're on the air. Hello? Hello? Mama D. Hi, who's this? My name is Mark Moss, Mama D. I'm from Philadelphia. <laughs> Good. I've been waiting all week for this. I can't believe it. I'm actually talking to you. How's it going? Aww. 
Wait a minute, Mark. Mark was the first one, Robert, that started retweeting about me being on your show last week. He was retweeting. I'm like, thank you, Mark. So (laughs) I appreciate your support, (laughs) sir. Yeah, and Mark, you're in Philly? I'm in Philly, Philadelphia. So am I. Um, Really? Yeah, yeah, just so you know, so am I. So you have to look me up after the show. I will do that. Um, I actually don't have a question, but I have a story to share with you, if you don't mind. I don't share. Um, um, I'm actually, uh, well, you're part of Philly, so you know about the Mummers, correct? Right, right, right. Okay, well, I'm I'm one of the Mummers clubs, and for anyone who doesn't know about the Mummers, it's pretty much Mardi Gras and uh, on on steroids. Um, Okay. (laughs) But the participants are plumbers and carpenters and masons and truck drivers and stuff like that in shoes and sequins and spandex. Nice. uh, A few years ago, uh, we had a choreographer who left our club, and uh, one of our members had suggested a friend of hers, this gentleman named Stephen Love, who owned, who ran a dance company in Philadelphia. And when he came to our club, he, like, back, this is the early 90s now, so being plumbers and truck drivers who weren't exposed to many gay people or people who had AIDS or, or HIV positive or anything like that. So mm-hmm. this is basically a story about prejudice. Um, when he came and we found out, one, that he was gay, and two, that he had, he had uh, HIV, unfortunately, we were not very happy. But he turned out, he actually changed our lives. That's, that's what a great, loving, caring person this wow. was. Mm. He, he literally changed our lives. We loved him so much. He nurtured our kids. He was the best teacher, choreographer that we've ever had. Yes, we're going on our 25th anniversary, and he had, he was definitely the best. And it, I can't even describe to you how loving and caring he was. And uh, I don't know if the story makes sense in relation to, you know, Jamar's story, but it when, does. I saw him, when I saw him on, on uh, The Voice, um, his story, one, you know, touched me and, and my friends, but uh, related to it in, in that sense. Plus, I mean, of course, he was talented and outstanding, and I, too, expected him to win, and and uh, I do also think that he's bigger than the voice now, too, as well. But, um, yeah, that's my story. Um, I, I love it. I love it. You know you know what it just shows? It shows that you may have HIV, but HIV doesn't have you. Not have you, right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we, we can't look at people differently just because they have, you know, whatever challenges that they're dealing with. And so that's what I'm getting from your story, Mark. Here's this loving person, and, you know, this is what he has, but it doesn't have him. It didn't stop him from loving and giving. And, yay, thank you for sharing, Mark. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's so great to talk to you. You as well. I look forward to connecting with you again on Twitter. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you have other callers, so I'll let you guys go. But I just want to share that story, and and we'll talk again. Okay. Thanks, Mark. Bye. Thanks for thanks, thanks for, for calling, Mark. And don't, for, don't forget to look me up. All right. I will. Bye now. All right. You have a good night. Let's go. Let's try a little bit. <laughs> We have quite a few Aww. people on hold, so let's go to the next caller, area code 917. You're on the air. Hello? Hello? Hi, who's there? Hello. Hi, it's Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, everyone. Oh, Jasmine, where have you been? You should have been my baby. <laughs> <laughs> It's good to hear your voice, baby. How are you? I'm good, good. Just got off work, but uh, I was able to catch a few of your combos. And I just wanted to let you know that you're phenomenal. I love <laughs> you, and to keep doing what you're doing, you know? Thank you, sweetie. Robert, yeah. I met Jasmine in New York. We had a New York Mama D meet and greet. Jamar ended up popping in and surprising, so then I was like second fiddle. However, Jasmine <laughs> treated me. <laughs> Jasmine treated me like I was just 
the, the best thing next to sliced bread, and we have been buddies ever since. So thank you so much for and, calling me, Jazzy. And she dropped it like it was hot for me. I said it like I was hot. Come on, Robert, know some of about something like that. I, I dropped it like I was hot uh-huh. in D.C. too. You know, I just couldn't oh, get it back Lord. up, and I know how to drop it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for calling uh, in, Jasmine. You guys have a good night. You, you as too. well, yeah. honey. Bye. Let's see. Let's, let's go to the next caller, area code 310. You're on the air with Mama D. Who's this? Hi. This is Michelle. This is my I'm baby, Michelle. Robert. <laughs> I wanted to say hi to you guys. Oh. Say that again, honey. I said I wanted to say hi to you guys because I um, didn't want to feel left out. I'm not going to lie. Um, but <laughs> I just wanted to say hi because I didn't get to meet you guys or anybody because I'm always somewhere else. But um, <laughs> I just, um, it's nothing towards Mama D because I'm actually in the other room. But I still wanted to say hi to you guys and thank you guys um, for being such a support system for, you know, for those people who are positive because it is hard. And um, being a sibling of it, you know, when I found out, I was I was surprised. But mm-hmm. I didn't see it as a death wish either. I didn't see it as any of those things. I just saw my brother as my brother. I didn't see it as anything other than that. And so I'm just happy that there's other people out there who are also see that they're just that person. It's just something that, you know, that they're going to conquer and they're going to live and they're going to have children someday and they're going to have grandchildren someday and we're all going to grow old together and have a happy <laughs> life. So I'm just glad that you guys <laughs> are a part of that positivity. So wait a minute, wait a minute. This is your, wait a minute. This is your daughter, Danielle. This is my yes. baby. Yes. Okay, this is the this is the beautiful woman that I see on your website. Right. Yes. I know. I'm looking at her smile, and I love yes. it. Yeah. I'm just making sure. I'm yes. looking at her Isn't smile. Is not she gorgeous? Yes, she is. She's, She's some, very beautiful. Oh goodness. <laughs> Thank you. Some good genes. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Why, well, thank you. So, Michelle, tell tell us what is it like supporting a sibling? Because I talk about it from the mother's point of view, but how do you support your brother? Um, honestly, by just being exactly the same. I'm sorry if you guys can hear that screaming in the background. That's my daughter. She has, she has an eight-month-old Justin. Oh my God! Oh. And now she's giving a show. I don't understand how she knows that you guys are here listening. And she's giving a show. Um, but no, I honestly just with with Jamar and our relationship, I kept it exactly the same. And when I want to ask questions, I ask him questions. When I want to, you know, when I'm wondering about things, I, you know, I, 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 I it's exactly the same. There's nothing changed. I don't treat him like a porcelain doll. I don't, you know what I mean? If I'm right. mad at him, I'm mad at him. If I'm happy with him, I'm happy. If I want to squeeze him and hug him, I squeeze him and hug him, you know. I've never thought of it. And I remember someone um, had commented, they didn't realize he was my brother. And he goes, well, you know he has HIV. And I was like, I said, oh, my gosh, he does. <laughs> you know? And I was like, you know that guy, he's actually my brother. And they're like, oh. Oh, um, I'm so I'm right. just like you know. It was just I had like, never oh. seen that. I I just see Jamar. I see. I, you know what? Honestly, I think of all the things that he tortured me when I was younger. He <laughs> babysat me. He he's my older brother. He's my big brother. So right. people you know see him as this person. I just kind of like that's just Jamar. That's the same guy that used to shove me in the toilet. Like that's the guy that. <laughs> He shoved me in the toilet. He he was, you know, but, you know, I never told on him, so I guess that's my fault. But he's that same guy that I, I love oh and my adore, God. and he's the first person that I will call with good news, bad news. He came out and visited me while I was pregnant several times just to spend time with me. So I know that he's, you know, he's a special person in my life as us, I am as in his. So we're just, we're still the best of friends, and we we'll always will be no matter what status is. Now, if you guys really want the ins and out on Jamar, she's the one that can say Like, you know I'm writing this down. Stop her in the toy. Michelle, what did he used to call it? What did he used to call it? The Jaws of Death. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He's very imaginative that way. Yeah, he's he's, he's something else. 
Yeah, all of this was kept a secret from me, so I didn't know any of this until she was older and she would tell me. I'm like, you're just terrorized, my poor little baby. I understand. I understand. I have an older brother. And got him back. Yep. Say that again. That's how it happened. I said I went through puberty and I got him back. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens. I have an older brother, honey. I understand completely. So when you get exactly. older, it's just what happens. Exactly. <laughs> love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, thank you for calling, Mama's baby. Well, thank you for you know letting me talk and putting my little standing on my little soapbox about the support thing because I do think it's important and I'm just really glad that there's so many people like y'all that are out there that are supporting and loving beyond the you know, the stigma beyond all that. Cause they're still regular yeah. people, regular, yeah. regular brother, sister, mother, father, right. you know what I mean? They're those people yeah. that still need love. I feel like they need a little bit more love because, you know, they're scared and we need to be that yeah. strength for them when they're not feeling good oh. or things like that. Preach, little girl. Yeah, why I, why did I say preach? Head, so. Why was I saying preach in my head? <laughs> I was like, preach, but I want to say it, though. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm known for saying what's in people's heads, let me tell you. I, Get uh, you know what? There time. you go. <laughs> well, thank, thank you for letting me talk to you. I love all of you, and I hope maybe I can meet one of you soon. You know, Oh, you will. We're going I will tell you this, Robert. We are planning uh, an East Coast trip again, so Michelle is coming with me this time. I will definitely hook you up. Yeah, you better. Yay. Where are you going? It'll, it'll be New York again. We have some in New Jersey. Michelle has some business to take care of in New Jersey, and so I'll call you. I'll let you know ahead of time. Yeah, you let cool. us know. Well, thanks for calling in, sweetheart. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, Bye. Michelle. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, let's see. We have so many people still on hold. Let's go to the Marina. next area code, 443. You're on the air with Mama D. Who's this? That's Marilyn. Hey, Mama. How are you? It's India. Is this India? Hello, honey. How are I'm you? well. How are you? I am excellent. I didn't know if I was going to get through. I was just listening this whole time. and Let me press the button so I can get through to her. <laughs> Yay! Well, India, um, Robert, you actually met India at the fact that so. she was there with yes. her little boy. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Well, that was me and Grace. <laughs> yes. Um, well, the, go ahead, honey. But I just wanted to um, really, like, fully express once again my gratitude to you because um, our backstories are very, very similar as it is. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I told you before, as a, a single parent raising my son by myself, mm-hmm. you, you know, always wonder, you always want to do right by your kids and teach them well. And I definitely get inspiration from you to do that, that mm-hmm. it can be done and that it's not a hopeless cause that I'm going through. And um, I know a lot of the, the fam knows, but in, as far as regards to Jamar and everybody and how Mama helped me, when my baby brother um, actually committed suicide behind his oh, status okay. earlier this year. Yeah. Um, Mama was one of the first people to reach out to me and kind of give me, you know, hope that it's possible and to function and that it wasn't a death sentence for my family as well just yeah. because of his decision. And I, I definitely appreciate that. Oh, thank you, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert, um, because of that story, uh, this young man had known that he was HIV positive, but he didn't want to share with his family. And by the time he shared it, what was it like, maybe a week later he killed himself, India? Well, oh well actually what it was is he had known for a couple of months that he was positive, and KJ was only 19 years old. So he was, you know, he was a baby. And right. he had known for months and hadn't told anyone. And actually, he was he was the one that introduced Jamar to me as far as the voice and the show. And he knew Jamar's backstory and never told us. And he left everybody voicemails. And then later on that night, he overdosed and killed himself. And that next morning, everybody was kind of finding out, like, you know, KJ killed himself. And, oh, he, you know, committed suicide. Nobody's like, what? Like, it was a long beginning at one time. Right, and, right. And because of the fact that I was already, you know, following Jamar on Twitter, I was already following Mama, thankfully I had a group of people that understood where I was coming from. Right. And they literally helped me keep my sanity. I know I had several talks with Mama. She was always there for me, always pleasant, always praying for me, no matter what 
I needed, you know, and that's the kind of person she is. And she's definitely an example to all of us to, you know, each one's each one and be there for somebody else. And I, I definitely thank God for her. I don't know if I would have made it through that time Aww. period as well as I did without mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Well, out of that birth in me to want to get a group of supporters together all across the nation with an 800 number, you know, almost like the, when teenagers run away, they would have that 800 number. If somebody finds out that they're positive, I would, I want to get a group of people. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'm just throwing it out there. Just get a group of people that will help man the 800 number phone, and they, I would like them to to be positive themselves. So when they're calling and saying right. I'm positive, I want to kill myself or whatever, we can talk them out of the tree. Because all I kept thinking was that could have been my son. That could yep. have been my baby. Yep. You know, my heart yeah. just went out for that family, and I'm like, there's got to be something that we can do. And so I am trying to get some other organizations to find out how we can get that going. But, you know, we got a long way to go. People are not I, – I, 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 Jamar got his number. I know we were trying to get his number to the young man, mm-hmm. and while we are in the process of doing that, he was, he was you know, doing – Killing himself, so just I, I just felt that we we lost that one that we shouldn't have to have lost that one, you know. And right. we've I, I want to kick the awareness up even more. So so thank you for India for sharing. No honey. problem. And it's, and you know what? It's definitely not a loss because I actually just found out that um, because I had three brothers actually, the one older, two younger. I found out that my my youngest brother um, just found out that he was positive two weeks ago. Really? And it oh was just kind of like a, wow, this history repeating itself. Only this time I was on him like, right. okay, you know, yes. it doesn't mean a distance is here like a deprecation. Like it's possible, you know, learn from that lesson. Mm-hmm. And yes. I got to introduce him to Jamar's story and all of that. So thankfully now I have a sibling that's going through it and yes. doesn't feel the need to you know, to end it all. He's he's struggling, but he's getting there. Right. And it's not right. an overnight thing, but, you know, it's, right. it's some kind of benefit to it. You know, God's plan is still working amongst my family with that. And it's like you, you can't ask for better than that, realistically. Exactly. Well, definitely introduce him to the Paz I Am um, radio blog because I think that's going to help him every week to hear the different um, guests that Robert has on here, and he's going to realize he really is not alone. He is so not alone. Robert, you're doing a great work, and we need everybody that's positive and even supporters to to connect with with your, your on blog, online radio because it is helping lives. Oh, thank you. It definitely is. We appreciate it. All of us appreciate it. Supporters yes. and people that are positive alike. We definitely appreciate it. Yes. Yes. Thank you, India, baby. You I love so you. Welcome. I love you. I'll let you get back to the thousands of people that are trying to get <laughs> But thanks for taking five minutes for me. My pleasure. We'll talk night. again, honey. Um, Mama D. I just want to say that um, I have a friend of mine whose name is Lee DeBose, and he wanted to tell me, he said, please give her, her give her my best because he loves you. So he said, thank you so much for doing what you're doing. He, needs this. he just emailed me. I was like, now. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell her really quickly. Tell him thank you. I appreciate it. Nope. Oh, he's listening now. <laughs> What's his name? His name is Lee DeBose. Lead Bows? Lee DeBose. Lee, I just want to say thank you. Uh, every encouraging word actually uh, gives me a lot of strength, you know, when you're being positive for everybody. And so thank you for even taking the time to write in Robert to share that word with me. And I appreciate you appreciating me. Well, let's go to, uh, we have one more call on the line, so let's go to area code 414. You're on the air with Mama D. Who's this? Hey, that's Milwaukee. Who's this? Hey, Mama, it's Kelly. Hey, Kelly. <laughs> How are you? That's my home girl. I am well. How are you, baby? I am wonderful, wonderful. Got to see your boy this morning. Yes. How did that go? Uh, Jamar sang at the age, he had an age walk in um, Chicago. Chicago. So, I heard the fam, a couple of you guys all raised $1,500 altogether? Yep. Wow. Yep, there was like there was four of us on the team. We raised over $1,500. That was awesome. 
Well, the creator of that program went to Jamar and said, your your family uh, represents you well. So thank you. You make my baby look good. I appreciate that. Oh, he makes us look good. (laughs) (laughs) One girl came up to me and she says, are you related to Jamar? I said, that's our fam. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And and that is something that he made history with because a lot of singers don't call their, their fans fam. And he just said, I'm not above anybody. And that made everybody fall in love with him. But he does treat everyone like they're a family member. If, he, if you get a hug from Jamar, it's as if you've gotten one from me because we give some nice embracing hugs. And he does that to mm-hmm. 100 people waiting in line, 100 people are going to get those hugs for him. So, yeah, yes, thank you, Kelly. Yes. I actually have an opportunity to walk in an AIDS um, walk this Saturday. I, I just found out about it. It's here in Nashville. It's only three miles, so i got to gather up as many supporters as I can to, you know, chip in some money. But um, you you got the ball rolling for me because I, I have to be honest, I hadn't even thought about, about it before, and I got a little jelly. I'm like, I guess I should be doing something, too. So thank you. <laughs> you, Frankie, and who are the other two? Uh, me, Frankie, Jessica, and Kissy. Oh, Casey as well. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going. Let's talk to all your all your people waiting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's almost over with, right, Robert? Yes, yes. So thanks for calling to the show, sweetheart. Okay. Have a good night. I love you, Mama. I love you, too. I'll talk to you this week, honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So I have one question coming from me from Twitter asking me, what would you? What would be your advice to moms when their child first says they're HIV positive? My first advice would be: do not freak out. If you are going to freak out, do not do it in their presence. Go somewhere else and scream, because how their first reaction is what's going to either draw them closer to you or push them away. So that's number one, don't freak out. Number two, hug them immediately. If they tell mm-hmm. you over the phone, tell them, I'm going to hug you the minute I see you because right. I love you. People are so afraid of telling their parents because they think they're going to disown them. You may not even feel love. You may feel anger. You, you may want to tell them, I told you so. You may. That's not the time. That is not the time. They don't need judgmental attitudes mm-hmm. at all. They need love. Right. And thirdly, take make sure you take care of yourself so you're constantly able to support them. When I mean by that, I'm not talking physical. You make sure you stay positive. So if it's certain books that you want to read, certain music, um, certain people, you don't share it with anybody unless they've given you permission to. That's not the time to get on the phone and call your best friend. If it did, you know, because that's called gossip. Right. Your child does not need that. They need as much support as possible. So if you feel yourself getting down and getting negative about it, go back and whatever your source of encouragement is, you draw from that. So all you're giving that, that child of yours or neighbor or sibling is love because that's what they're in need of and they in return will be able to help somebody else once they find out that they're positive because of how you've handled them Mm, that's so true wow wow that was powerful oh thank you well i wanted to actually say one thing i know robert's probably gonna get to another call soon but i just wanted to say i did write a children's book and i wanted to autograph it to you it's called yes. I Have a Secret. Yeah, it's called I Have a Secret, and it was written by me, and it was a children's book. It's about a child with HIV. And oh I figured gosh. that this would be a perfect opportunity for me to present it to you, of course, like, you know, over the phone. <laughs> like, not really there. But, yeah, it's called I Have a Secret. It's about a, a boy named Jay who has HIV. And I thought that, you know, it would be well to me to present it to you, especially since you yes. are a mother. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, not only that, there is a group in um, Uganda that's been reaching out to me. I've met them at the conference in Mm -hmm. D.C., and they deal with um, children or youth that are Mm -hmm. infected. So I need to see how I can get the books out there to them. I know they want me to come in December. So we'll definitely hook up. I'll make sure you have all of my contact information so we can see how many books I can ship out there to them or send when I I bring with me. Because that's that's good. I'm impressed. You go, boy. 
<laughs> Thank you, Mama. 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 I guess I can call you Mama now, I guess. Yes, you can, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Robert can do it, I'm going to guess I can do it. Yeah, this is the stars aligned perfectly. Uh, Jeremy uh, couldn't make it on tonight because he had some personal things he had to deal with. So Justin being on tonight was perfect since, since you are a parent, and he's a new parent. So I Yes, yes, I uh, concur. Justin, where do you live? I live in Lowell, Maryland. Okay, you're in Maryland. Okay, you're out. Yeah, I live like 20 minutes out from D.C. Wonderful. We'll definitely hook up. Definitely. Definitely. So, would love so, to. So, Mama T, what is your website so people can go to? It is mydanielrogers.com. And that's M-Y-D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-R-O-G-E-R-S. There you go. And, well, and people can follow you on Twitter at? At Mama D. Rogers. And on Facebook? And Daniel, just Daniel Rogers. There you go. Well, thank you for joining us, Mama D. We had such a blast. It was a pleasure meeting you at AMC. And I can't wait to, to see That's you again. Honor. Oh, it's going to be sooner than you'll think, brother. Let me tell yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> I want to you thank you so much. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I keep seeing billboards in Philadelphia talking about people coming uh, to Parks Casino from The Voice, and I keep waiting to see Jamar, so hopefully we'll oh, see him soon. Hopefully, hopefully. Well, I do know that our posters have made it all up in... Um, in oh, they're in the yeah, they DC, yeah. everywhere. People keep sending me shots and then putting it on Facebook. I'm like, wow. One of my friends said, so how does it feel to be popular? I said, I'm not popular. I don't see any of it here. It's not here in Tennessee. So, <laughs> But anyway, yeah, yeah. It, it, was a, it was great. I enjoyed doing the public service announcement. That's on YouTube if anybody wants to see that as well, where Jamar shares his story a little bit. And um, I just look forward to advancing the work. I want to partner with you more, Robert, and do a little bit more. And Justin, you got a black mama for life now, baby. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> but since I'm black, I do still have a black mama, though. There you go. <laughs> Bam. Bam. I know. Yeah. That's the reason I numbered up to two, so that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity. No oh, anytime, Mama. You. So you have a great night. You as well. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. So, Justin, tell people where they can find you at. Well, you can find me on my website, which is www.justinbsmith.com. And, um, yeah, you can find out, find get to me from Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and my book will be there, and plus my advice column and my HIV campaign. Yeah, so your advice column, which is in um, ANU Magazine. Right, ANU Magazine, America's Eighth Magazine. I write the just-in-time column. So I named it that because it seems like the advice that I give sometimes can give come just in time for any questions that you might have. So, yeah, that's that's, that's what it's there for. Well, that's great. Actually, uh, A&U just did an article on me and Paz I Am. I know. featured in October, so I'm excited for that to come out um, in the next few days. I know, exactly. I, was, I think I remember that I saw something on Facebook from you that you actually did a interview with them, and they had a photo shoot and everything. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it was funny because I got a phone call at the same time when you, when I saw that from <laughs> you. And I have some exciting news, but I can't share it until later in October. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to have you on the show later on. Yeah, they won't let me right share it. They said that it's they said that we can't let you share it because I guess they want to do like a big I guess I don't know, some sort a of big um promo. Yeah, some sort of um promo or something like that. So and it's not even A and U, this is another magazine. All right. But and I'm actually yeah. on your website now and you actually are the creator of Write a Letter to HIV campaign that was featured on the body dot com. So yeah. um, that was something that I did. I actually created a video for that, which was kind of interesting because yeah. I don't do a lot of videos. So No, and you did a poem, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember yours because I was like, when I saw yours, I was like, oh, this is so nice. I was like, nobody's done a poem yet. So I was like, this is so cool. And, you know, it was, it was something different because, um, you know, 
and every letter is different when we get it. Every letter is different. Every video is different. To be a part of the campaign, you don't necessarily have to do a video. You can just do a letter. But, of course, I begged Robert to do a video, so he did it for me. <laughs> so that was, that was yeah, my begging point, you know, because we've worked oh. together before. And I'm like, this is a good favor for you to do to me. <laughs> right. And you know what? Actually, we will be in um, – me and my partner will be in D.C., um, actually, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend for uh, a gay softball tournament. Okay. So um, hopefully we can get together, maybe go to dinner or something like that. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. When are you getting here again? Um, we'll be there the 13th and the 14th. Okay. Actually, that might be a good time because, yeah, because I'm going to Atlanta next weekend and this weekend. I'm, oh, God. I'm just oh, – never mind. I'm just going – I'm just, like, crazy right now. With I don't even want to talk about dates. <laughs> right, right. No, I totally understand so, um, for more information on my co-host tonight, Justin B. Terry Smith, you can go to your website. Uh, www.justinbsmith.com. Right, and for more information on me and past shows and the radio show, you can go to posim.com. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope you have a great night. We'll end with some uh, Jamar, Seven Army Nation. Uh-huh.